0: Welcome back to the Understanding Men podcast, which is basically two guys talking about the things that men could but don't speak about anywhere near enough. I'm Luke Sutton, and I'm once again here with my great friend Fraser Franks. And today is obviously the first day of a brand new year, and what a wonderful time for us to have a podcast out. I'm sure there's a few people with sore heads today, and I'm not sure at what time of the day you'll be listening to this or even this is on the second or the third but I'm hoping that this podcast will be a lovely way for you to cure that hangover listening to the dulcet tones of me and Fraser blabbering (laughs) on about absolute nonsense and a lovely way to start the new year so anyway Fraser happy new year
1: Happy New Year as well, Luke. And, and for those that do have sore heads, I'm actually from today starting a little thing with Alcohol Change UK with Dry January, which a lot of people do. But I'm going to be helping a few people out individually, sort of behind the scenes, to navigate their their Dry January. So. Hopefully a few of those people, if they had sore heads last night, won't have one for the rest of this month. So that's a a little thing that I'm taking into the new year.
0: Yeah, you've just thrown that in there without any warnings. (laughs) Just a blatant plug for a project coming up. That
1: sounds amazing. Tell me about that a bit more. So I'm going to be doing on social media a tip every day of, uh, you know, people that want to go through dry January. Try and help them with their... Some practical things as well, but, but more their, their mentality throughout the whole month of what it means to take a step back from consuming alcohol. And then there'll be a few people that I work with behind the scenes that can speak to me privately and that I'll be trying to guide along the way as well. So it's a new thing for a lot of people, but hopefully I know a lot of people that have changed their lives through dry January and they've taken a month off and seen the benefits. I've also got a funny story that my mum did dry January at her work. And she won it because it was a competition and she was the only one that managed to get through the whole of January. <laughs> right. And her prize, three bottles of wine. No. Was her prize. <laughs> was her prize. you just done then, a month. Yeah, there she you go, go she was, was the
0: only one that got through.
1: Yeah. Oh and that was her prize God. as well. Really? Things we do. I think eh?
0: Tom Holland. Is it Tom Holland, the Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah, Didn't yeah. he do dry yeah. January and then ended up now I think he's completely sober long yeah. term. Is that right?
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's done a brilliant interview on that. Mm. It's, it's a strange thing our mind does to us, but you could get these unbelievable benefits after four weeks and then go, right, I'm going to go back to how I was now. And he got those benefits and thought, I like how I'm feeling now, so I'm going to carry it on for another month. I think that was his thing. He wasn't thinking, right, I'm never drinking again. It was like, let me see if I can do another couple of weeks, maybe another month, maybe another month. And I think he's now... Yeah, maybe maybe two years or so. But mm. it can, yeah, it can, it can have that effect on a lot of people. Amazing. Very
0: good. And, uh, you know, if we're doing personal plugs, my books are all available on Amazon at a very reasonable price. <laughs> <laughs> so please go yeah. and check them out. So, yeah, with it being the start of the new year, we thought we'd do, obviously, a podcast based on our reflections back on 2023 and what we hope for in 2024 in many ways. We're just going to bounce it between Fraser and I. And the the first question we're going to challenge ourselves with, let's name a few things that we, on the 1st of January, 2023, we did not expect or anticipate happening during 2023. Shall we start with you?
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why I'm giggling, but I've got (laughs) Uh, a pretty obvious one is, and you've got to smile and laugh, I guess, but I didn't think that I'd be living where I'm living at the minute. I'm now living in Manchester because my, uh, you know, my marriage is is no more, which I didn't expect to have happened a year ago, which we we might touch on a little a little bit going forwards. I didn't think I'd be sat here with a mechanical valve ticking away inside of me in January 2023 and I don't think we'd be sat here doing this podcast so yeah there's a there's a good few there 2023 chuck some surprises at me that's for sure which we'll talk about coming forward but mm. it's a start of a new year and one I'm very much looking forward to and optimistic about yeah follow that Luke <laughs> yeah the most <laughs>
0: obvious one obviously for me is a the podcast there's no mm. way at the start of last year did I think that we would have this podcast up and running and I'm slightly amazed by it. I think this is episode, I think, 17, but I, I find it really incredible that, that we actually are here doing this. You know, it's sort of one thing of coming up with the idea. Then we, you know, had not problems, but all the sort of stuttering of getting it started. And from the early days of us not having the correct equipment, not knowing how to use the equipment, <laughs> And then, you know, then starting on the podcast and having some topics that we really, really wanted to talk about. And I think that they were really obvious to us and really came to mind straight away. But I've really loved the fact that it's challenged us as well to think about what else there is to explore. Obviously, we've listened to listeners' suggestions. We've had guests on. It's just been an absolute blessing, I think. There's no way hmm. at the start of the year I'd have. if someone had said, we'd, you know, we'd have this podcast that's up and running
1: now and smoothly moving into 2024, I just, I wouldn't have imagined it. And, and I, I saw something, I think, yeah, it was a Diary of a CEO podcast and they, they had a guy, Chris Williamson, on who was talking about podcasts because he's got a successful one. I thought it can't be right, but he said 1% of pof- podcasts get to episode two. Really? So of all of those people that begin a podcast, they do one episode. And like you said, the the technicalities of it, people's schedules, the idea of it maybe being really glamorous in their heads. And then they've done one and gone, you know what, maybe we'll park it and, and do it again later. And then you said of that 1%, I think it's like 20% of those, or maybe even less, get to episode 20. So like that many people fall away for all of these obstacles and stuff like that, that that come up in general life and we're you know we're still going and yeah for me it's without blowing too much smoke up your behind it's like i love talking to you and learning from you and absorbing 17 episodes that's 17 hours we've we've spent sitting and chatting together so it's a long time yeah
0: yeah i, I was just wondering whether those some people embark on podcasts and actually just they just end up really annoying each other. And then they, they just, they're just like, oh God, I can't do this with you
1: anymore. This is terrible. <laughs> Maybe that's why so many fall away. Yeah, exactly. We've never gone for massive guests or headlines or tried to clickbait anyone. We've just talked about real things. And I loved the other day, because we're, obviously we've, we've just had Christmas, but leading into it, I had a, a direct message saying, are you guys taking a Christmas break or is there an episode out on Monday? And I was like, I love that. It's like a guy that was just waiting for his Monday normal podcast, mm. waiting like it's a part of his, his Monday routine, listening to us. And I love that. I thought, oh, wow, he actually wants to listen to what, you know, what we've got to say. And hopefully that can just keep building and building mm. and we get more people listening and talking about things that people want us to talk about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Another thing
0: that I, I definitely didn't anticipate happening this year was the size of my children. Well, that's the weirdest thing I think I've ever said on this podcast, but like at the start (laughs) of the year, I was father, the tallest, biggest person in the family. Now I am most definitely in second place. My son has shot past me within this 12 months and is bigger as well. And no question have I suddenly started to, when, when, when you're, son or daughter puts their arm around you like you're the little one. <laughs> that is a humbling experience. And like my son puts his arm around me and I'm like, oh, crowing down like a little boy. I did not anticipate that. That's brought it, the aging process, both directions is yeah. brought
1: it home in a big way. His mum did say he's on about 10 bits a day when I went around there and we, we
0: had dinner. Mate, he's on He had six <laughs> in the morning. Six. <laughs> Yeah, he he, she had to get him. Jude had to get him a special bowl because
1: to fit them all in, it's like. <laughs> he's oh, wait, is he fifteen? So he he he's could be fourteen. in at fourteen. so yeah. you might be looking up to him for a little while.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I feel like for for me personally, this this just feels like it's been a massive year in so many ways. You know, it's. I've obviously always enjoyed writing and all my books are available on Amazon currently. And I never could anticipate getting to the end of the year now and being so busy that I'm not writing. It sort of slightly upsets me a little bit, not upsets me, but it's definitely something that i ponder with, but I'm not. Whereas before writing was just absolutely part of what I did. I loved it, but it just feels Mm -hmm. like so much has happened this year for me with family, business, podcasts, traveling, everything. I I just, there's no way I could have anticipated the amount that was happening this year to a point where I'm Mm. not writing because I've got too much on. makes you fascinated to see what the next 12 months will bring.
1: You know, when we we look at like a year, we're almost reviewing it a little bit here. Is that something that you you tend to do usually? Do you look back on what's happened over the year or is it almost just like going into a new year and you don't really analyze or look back on the last 12 months
0: yeah it's a good question I'd never really been a person who has looked back on it because I think when you look Mm. back you also look forward you can get quite detailed with it you know new year's resolutions is obviously a, a real indicator of that I don't feel like I've ever been like that but I definitely right now have that reflective mood about how big 2023 was for me personally compared to 2022 and then it just makes me think wow what is 2024 going to be like mm-hmm. and I don't want to kind of plan it or go into too much intricate detail because I feel like 2023 would have blown any expectations that out the water anyway if I tried to anticipate mm-hmm. it this time last year so it's almost I'm just excited and I don't know if this is quite the right phrase but a little bit terrified of what the, the year brings ahead is it sort of excitement just that kind of nervous anticipation I'm really looking
1: forward to it it's the unknown isn't it and it's the yeah that not knowing that it's like the most exciting and terrifying place to be in so it creates those those little emotions I'm still getting used to living actually by the calendar year because with the football season you live by the season like my end if someone said to me the end of the year that's the end of the football season for me so that's like May whereas because before I've trained on Christmas Day. I've had a game on Boxing Day. I'd rarely stay up until midnight on New Year. I'd have a game New Year's Day. And you're almost just pretty much rolling. You don't even know that you've gone into a New Year. It's not until the end of the season that I could then probably look back a little bit. So I'm I'm still learning to <laughs> almost navigate a calendar year. So it's I don't know, it is something that I I think I will try and do it. I I wanted to start last year. And I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but I was going to do like a bit of a vision board for what I wanted 2023 to look like. But I could not have, <laughs> I couldn't have visioned uh, much that would have come true in that, I don't think, with everything else that went on. But it's been, a, it's been a good year for me. And it might seem strange from the outside to say that, but it's been a really good year. And a lot of really good things have happened and keep happening. Mate, we, we might
0: be on tour. In 2024. There we go. You know, who knows? I've just thrown it out there. I've got absolutely no knowledge or, you know, that's got anything to back that up, but who knows? Let's see. If it, if
1: it is something that you feel like you can facilitate, get in touch yeah, in exactly. Our, in our, uh, exactly. Instagram page.
0: So getting a little bit more specific about the year that's gone, what would be the biggest lesson you think you've learned in the last
1: 12 months? The biggest lesson I've learned, I've almost put into a quote that I saw and I use quite a lot that this is all happening for me and not to me. And that has brought me such peace and acceptance and faith that all these obstacles or paths I'm going down or things that are happening, I genuinely believe they're happening for me. They're there to guide me, teach me what I need to learn shape my life in the in the most authentic way that it can. And even now when I look back on some of these things that have happened in 2023, some of them are only a few months old, but I look at it and I go, Wow, at the time I didn't want that to happen. But my God, that's really put me onto a path that is helping me now. And I know long term, although it was these some of these things aren't nice when they're happening, long term I'm going to be so grateful that this happened. I've had that mentality with a lot of things that have happened in 2023. But I've really got to a point where, as you say a bit, getting out of the way, but this is all happening for me. I genuinely believe that it's not happening to me. I'm not a victim of it. This is something nudging me along my path and putting me where I need to, to be put. And if I get myself out of the way and I actually look at it, I really do believe it. I believe I'm in the best Position that I could possibly be in with everything, probably a bit of adversity and things that I didn't want to happen made it happen. But those are those are things that needed to happen and that I'm I'm really grateful for now. I mean, that's a, an amazing mindset perspective, whatever
0: you want to call it. Generally, but I think it's such a testament of where you're at. You've had some huge things happen this year. You know, you've obviously talked about marriage separation. You've had massive heart surgery, which is physically been a a huge thing to overcome lots of change lots of difference those sorts of mindsets the true test of them is when they're tested not when everything's Mm. going great it's when everything is difficult and it's being able to hold that place of like you know this is happening for me I'm appreciating the lessons and the growth I get out of it and not falling a victim to what is going on around you and the reality is that I think people that struggle to progress in life, they do really fall into that victim mode of things that are happening. They believe to them rather than for them. So they never can never see that there's a growth to come out of something difficult, whatever it might be at any given moment and being able to accept it for what it is in the now. And they can't move past that. And I think, like I said, it's a real testament to where you're at. And the fact you're saying that after some really difficult things going on in your life mm. when you go oh, i've just had a couple of months where everything's been smooth sailing oh you know yeah i think it's happening for me it's when it's tough that it really yeah. matters i think that
1: shows it in you and i i know a, a few years ago i'd have would i say i would have used i'd have probably i probably would have i'd have used what's happened to me this year as an excuse to be that victim a little bit of what's the point and if i drank heavily or embarrassed myself at christmas in front of the family or something everyone would probably go we'll let him off look, look at the year that he's had you know get him to bed or he didn't mean what he said there and and then that it gives me an excuse to go yeah i have actually i've had it really difficult and you have no idea what this is like and and play that kind of victim or you can you can you can choose i think i think doing this podcast i I learn lessons that I don't think I'm, le- I'm learning at the time because we're talking about things and because you'll say something or I'll say something or a guest will say th- something. And we had one the other day of we we always, we have a choice and you have a choice of your choosing. So I, I'm choosing to react in this way equally. If this had happened a few years ago, I know what I'd have been doing. I know that I'd have used this as an excuse to just, drink heavily and probably lash out a little bit but that would be a choice as well and where I say everything's happening for me not to me I believe the timing of this of the heart condition and the separation probably could have come a few years earlier and then I really would have been in a bad place if this would have happened three years ago I have no idea how I would have coped with it Mm -hmm. but the journey I've been on and the lessons I've learned in the last few years getting sober talking about my issues working on myself and being the man I am, I can now deal with it at the right time. Mm. So th- this is why I believe these things are happening for me. It's the best time for this to happen. Whereas if it all happened a few years back, yeah, this, this would not have been a good Christmas for me. This would have been one full of, <laughs> the new year yeah. would have been full of pity apologies me. and shame mm. and why did I do that? And pity and like you say, probably going into the new year, not on a great foot. So Mm. I'm I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for what I've been through in the last few years, but what it's allowed me to, how it's allowed me to deal with these things now. I'm, Mm. I'm really proud of that as well. Nice one. You should be. What's some of my biggest
0: lessons of 2023? Definitely one of the things I've most enjoyed learning about in 2023 is the fact that Fraser dm's really famous people <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is hands down you've not it, even heard the worst of them yet oh uh, come, the no, come on then come on then who have we got no I'll sorry be. who is it I just remind everyone the who is it the dm's
1: matthew perry matthew ODM'd.
0: perry beautiful yeah
1: just to tell him uh what good guy he was yeah who else oh god beyonce if i've if honestly if i've seen like a documentary or read a book chances are if it's had some kind of impact on me i'm sliding in the dms and there is that part of me that's like i think i might give it a couple of days yeah they're busy yeah i'll get a response here yeah (laughs) not only will i get a response i'll get an invite to the house we'll be over there and this my mind can do that (laughs) It's full of wonderful possibilities. But, Just, yeah.
0: So, have you had a response from someone super famous?
1: I think I have. Really? Uh, like Matthew yeah, Perry not, level. No, Beyonce not Matthew level. Perry. Not Hollywood famous. No. Uh, regionally famous, maybe. <laughs> region, that doesn't count. <laughs> we're, we're, 10 million oh. plus followers is where we're. we're no, I'm, not, I'm not getting near that. I'm not getting near that. Maybe the odd 1 million. It's one of my favorite things. Maybe like a. a a token thumbs up gesture maybe or something like that. Yeah, nice. From from his PA. <laughs> from, his,
0: from whoever's <laughs> social media manager. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Ed Sheeran's just replied. No, uh, the, uh, it's uh, Leslie <laughs> in his office. The other two were on a more serious note for me. I think I've really learned this year and it's always been an important one for me, but I feel like it's definitely got stronger within me is personal responsibility this year and I think that boils down to when when you have challenging scenarios around you in your life it really relates to what you were saying Fraser of acceptance but for me really embracing all the time my go-to place is these are my choices I need to find my solutions that doesn't mean not reaching out for help when I need it for sure but being in a place where I'm not blaming other people or using anything else as an excuse to not do something. It's within my reach and personal responsibility for what is and isn't in my life right now is down to me and no one else. And I just feel like that's that's a massive one for me. You know, certain challenging situations that I have to deal with that when they flare up, I can feel myself wanting to go, this is all your fault type scenario. Mm. But I'm getting better at not going there and going, okay, it is what it is. Now my responsibility is to deal with what's in front of me, make the next right decision and move forward. And I, I've, I think I've had that before 2023, but this year just feels
1: like that was so important to me. It's that short-term discomfort is the difficult thing to do, isn't it? It's like, I know what I need to do here. And the easy, the really comfortable, easy thing is to tell a little white lie, make an excuse or to blame, the most difficult thing is to go, you know what, I've got that wrong. And whatever kind of situation that is, or or just to take responsibility and look at yourself, then to, to go, you know what, I'm going to deal with whatever consequences these are. Yep, that's on me. And that can be like a short-term discomfort. We have spoke about authenticity before and that, that sits, although it might be difficult, it sits right with you. You know that that's the right thing to do. You know right this is going to be you might have a difficult conversation you've got to have but you're like right this is the thing that i need to do these are the consequences i'm willing to go with that and roll with that and this is what i have to do but the the really instinctive i think as a human the instinctive thing is right i've got to make something up i've got to blame i've got to come up with an excuse and that's the the short-term comfort we spoke about before for the long-term discomfort Mm -hmm. and i think that's right i think that's It's definitely something, you know, we always touch on sobriety and addiction, but that's something that the program has really helped me with is Mm. even if I feel like I've been wronged, what's my part in this? And as long as you can say, what's my part in this and hold your hands up or look at yourself, then you're fine. Your conscience is clear afterwards and you can only do what you can do. And that's where probably the, the 12 step programs really helped me. Yeah,
0: definitely. I think the other big learning for me, which I actually need to sort of explain in two ways, is, is it's really reminded me this year that that feeling of being uncomfortable, being a bit scared, being a bit like, oh, my God, this is, is this out of my depth? is actually a really healthy feeling. And I realized this year it's really pushed it forward for me, particularly around business stuff of going, wow, this feels really big now. And like I said, a little bit scary, but it just reminded me that when you're feeling that it's probably because you're pressing against the boundaries of what you think you're capable of doing. And, you know, if anyone wants to just go by my experience, I found that by continuing to push through that opens up massive doors for you and not not feeling it and then stepping back and go, no, 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 this is too much. It's kind of like not being afraid to feel a bit afraid might be a way of putting it mm. i definitely felt that but then the other flip side of that is you know and a few episodes ago I, I when we were talking to S- Stephen Reed I obviously opened up that I'd had my first panic attack in years and years in 2023 and and that really scared me because I felt like that was gone for me I wasn't I'd, I didn't have to suffer from that anymore and it really reminded me that if I don't look after myself and it's all good and well wanting to push boundaries and get out my comfort zone and press and press that that's great. Absolutely. There's, there's a lot of healthiness in that. But if I don't look after myself, then that sort of thing can happen to me. I'm not mm-hmm. superhuman. And that's been a, a really important lesson for me.
1: There's an amazing quote. I, I do love my quotes. Luke, you do you love know. your quotes. Yeah. It's about inconsistency and in that. I remember someone had it in football and I used to always write it down. It's like, when you think you've won, you're done so it's like with anything in life when you think you've cracked it and you no longer have to work on it that's when it will creep up and, and you're done so if you think we'll have those days as well where you, you've almost like cracked it i've got this solved you know i've this is easy that kind of thing when you think you've won and you sort of take your eye off it a little bit and you're done and i i see that in terms of you know burnout and working too hard and looking after yourself and The elements that you talked about there about stepping into discomfort and that little bit that scares you and a little bit that you push the boundaries a bit i've looked back on old videos from sort of january 2023 and it's i i started the year and i was doing the the ice baths every single morning like religiously Mm. for months and months and that's exactly the reasons that i did it for nothing to do with like the health benefits or anything like that it was purely right this is uncomfortable first thing in the morning and I'm I'm going to step into it and I'd have times where I'm walking around the house like procrastinating oh, I've got to do this quickly before I go in there and it's just trying to avoid the uncomfortable nature of getting in it and since I've moved here to my new flat I've not got a garden I've not got a balcony so my excuse level is maximum it's a 100 <laughs> so I haven't I haven't and I've had the the heart operation as well
0: and I he think was i have got a few, for a few decent months. excuses here. I've got a few decent yeah, excuses yeah. in my
1: locker But I really noticed that I want to, I kind of want to be doing it again. Mm. And I've started doing the cold showers in the morning a little bit inconsistently, but I know now, like, I know how much better I feel when I step into that little bit of discomfort, waking up first thing in the morning going, I don't want to do this, but come on, let's get it done. And I always feel so good when I get out of it. So yeah, maybe that's one that I need to take in religiously for the, the start of the new year again.
0: So, what what sort of things did you or thing did you enjoy the most of this year? And which is in context, it's it's been a challenging year for you in many ways, yeah. But what what, what stands out as something
1: that felt really enjoyable? So, career wise, I, I started. I got a contract with the ECB at the start of January, and I started going into cricket clubs talking about alcohol. And for me, that's like one of the most purposeful things I've done. Because I've, I've delivered to groups before, but not sort of specifically around alcohol. It wasn't necessarily just about addiction either. It was about drinking culture and a bit about my story, but I, I wanted to help other people as well. And just that the, the feeling of purpose that that gave me, where I was like, wow, like I'm getting really good feedback here and getting people reaching out to me saying, i really connected with that part and I'm going to maybe look into this behavior that I've got or... Can you talk to my dad? Or I thought I was the only one that felt like this way and stuff like that. And I was like, wow. A few coaches and, and people like that have, have since gone into recovery and have stopped drinking and stuff like that. And I was, for someone that, when I came out of professional sport and I was in a bit of a dark place, I thought I offered nothing to the world apart from being an average League Two footballer. Oh, mate, come <laughs> but, on. Um, but honestly, it's that gave me huge purpose. So that's that's something that I've con- continued to do throughout that year. The big highlight for me uh, on all aspects was, um, we had a a family holiday to Italy and it was only a few weeks before my operation, but it's the first time I've been away with my mum, my brother, sister, his partner, nieces, nephews, his mother-in-law, their family, load of like Italian locals that uh, connected family members. It was a holiday where it's just everything that I, I love, like, it was a really sort of not a touristy town or anything like that, but all the locals were just amazing. It was big family dinners and kids running around, and it was oh, it was just ten days, just when I needed it, like before going into the operation. And it was um, yeah, that 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 was a really sort of special time for me this year. So we're going to replicate that and do it again in twenty twenty four. But that was a like a really nice one. It, it really connected. I feel like it connected me with my brother who we, we were really close as kids. Maybe like when you, you sort of move out and you go on your own paths, so you, you don't talk as much. We still talk and, and you know, close, but this this brought us closer together. And, you know, same with, with other family members. And yeah, it was just like a really nice, special time. So that's, that's definitely a big highlight for me. Whenever I think about, you know, most enjoyable, I,
0: I think about family as well. Maybe there's something kind of, profound within that there probably is but for me it's you know the most enjoyable parts of the year have been seeing my family grow and obviously that leads towards my two children my two stepchildren definitely seeing them grow and mature like my son literally grow but just as people and what they're doing that's amazing but but more than that my, my family generally grow you know my relationship with Joe is wonderful, but it grows all the time and evolves all the time. And I'm really proud of that. My relationship with my ex-wife, Jude, her partner, Dom, their relationships, just generally how we're all interacting with each other. One of my step sons, his father, how he integrates into it all. I just, I get the most enjoyment from that. There's something really deep within me that kind of fills this warmth about family and family being well and protected and looked after and happy and everyone's good I I maybe there's something that's kind of quite I don't know it comes from nature but that gives me a real sense of of calmness about me mm. I'd much rather take on more responsibility myself than feel that my family was stressed or or not happy but this year I've just
1: they they seem so well that That just gives me so much enjoyment it's it's also nice that you can appreciate that now Mm. because i think sometimes when you get to that point you're like oh god there must be something around the corner and and then you start looking into the future and projecting Mm. things that you don't need to and it's really nice now or when it maybe isn't you're you're chasing it being that way so when you are really content with with the present and appreciative and it's a really nice place to be in and like you say like I know exactly what you're talking about of that sort of calm feeling that you're that you're describing and you're pointing to your chest for those people that are listening but it is that kind of sense that that I get as well
0: yeah 100% I mean now I'm going to bark on about it again the podcast is definitely one of my most enjoyable things for people who've followed our journey the whole way obviously Fraser and I as a partnership, it's, it's quite a mad tale, you know, where we just didn't know each other at all. And then, and I'm not going to bore everyone with it, but Fraser kind of stumbled across a book of mine, which led to eventually us talking and him finding a path to sobriety and me me helping him with that. And then for us to there end up... There you go. You were someone that I DM'd Luke out of the blue. Yeah, so- <laughs> but, mate. I, <laughs> I love the fact that you put me in the same bracket as Matthew Perry. <laughs> but no, yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah, i I just find that i still find that really enjoyable that we're here doing what we're doing and amazing really that we're able to enjoy it for for the purity of what it is and there's that human connection between obviously you and i and now what we can do with this podcast is brilliant i love it yeah yeah so mate big question but what do you hope for in 2024 obviously a few replies on dms but
1: anything else (laughs) I'll send out a few happy new year messages and see if I get any (laughs) bites on those. What do I hope for in 2024? I I do, after the year I've had, I I really want some stability, but that doesn't mean stability is a word that comes to mind. Like I've got a a whole host of changes that have come in life now. And I kind of want to take a breath and navigate my way along this path as You know, there's going to be plenty of ups and downs, but just try and get some stability in this this new way of living. But for me now as well, it's... We've talked about, although what's happened has happened, it's full of excitement and possibility for me because I didn't expect to be in this position, but I am. And I'm not going to choose, as we spoke to before, we have a choice when we're in these situations. I'm not going to choose to go... God, what happened last year? Didn't expect it to happen. I'm going to choose to go, you know what, this is what's happened. And now I have an opportunity to go and meet new people, explore different opportunities. that I never, ever thought would be there, really. You know, I, I thought my life looked a certain way, which it no longer does. So there's lots of excitement and possibility. And, you know, I'm choosing to allow myself to get excited about that. And not be tinged with guilt about that. You know, I'm I'm living in a new place which I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying my new community and being in a different area. I'm enjoying the time with Nelly, my daughter, more than ever. And it's really made me look back a little bit to when I was living with her uh, all the time. Of the kind of like the times where you are because you're there every day, when she's asking you to play, you're like in a minute, in a minute, and putting it off. Or when you do eventually sit down to play with her, you're on your phone and not really there and not really present. So it's definitely when I am with her now, I'm like, right, she's here now for two days. Let's have the most fun that we can have in two days. Let's try and imprint my my values onto her. Not imprint, or let, me try, let me try and live them and affect her in this way and try and parent her in the best possible way that I can. Whereas before I didn't really think about that. It was just like a natural, I was in the house all the time. Now I'm like, right, this is what I want us to do today. This is how I want to talk to her about school. This is how I want to do this. And yeah, I'm I'm not taking things for granted and I'm, I, I feel like it's allowing me to really appreciate the time I have with her. So there really is, there's a hell of a lot that I'm looking forward to in 2024 and it's also given me that realisation of you just cannot plan for life. Life will present you with things that you had no idea were going to come. If I tried to plot out what 2023 looked like before, I'd have been way off. <laughs> so with 2024, I'm not going to let myself get too carried away. Short term, little short term goals, not thinking too far about the whole year as a, a bigger picture kind of thing. But no, let myself get Get excited about the, the opportunities and possibilities that, that will come.
0: Nice. I just want to pick up what you said there about, I can't remember exactly how you said it, but the imprinting on Nelly, it, it really triggered for me something that is been hugely important actually for me this year. And I definitely want to carry it into next year. I. This is going to sound a bit morbid, but it actually happened in, in 2022 when the famous Australian cricketer, Shane Warne died. And I was fortunate to play against Shane a few times, uh, quite a few times and, and knew him personally to some extent. And I remember when he died, he had, he's he got three children and it really hit me hard because obviously he was a young, relatively young man to die, but he had three nearly grown up children or grown up children. And obviously, they, you know, the devastation for them and for, for millions of people who were fans of him was massive, but particularly for his children. But I remember having this realization. and It might have been something I picked up from what his son said, Jackson. He said that the thing is, I know exactly who my dad was. I knew exactly mm. what he stood for. I knew exactly what he wanted me to be in life, although he's left me. He doesn't leave me with any doubt or I'm not lacking any assurance of who he was and what we should stand for. And it really hit me hard that. And I thought as a parent, tomorrow's not promised to any of us, is it? Again, like I'm not trying to sound morbid, but if we could wish something and I definitely want to take this into 2024, I want to make sure that the time I have with my children means that they know exactly who I am and exactly mm-hmm. what I stand for so that, God forbid, something like that happened, they would go, the memory of our dad is so powerful because every moment there was this complete and utter rounded assurance about who he was and what, what he wanted us to be in the world. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. I guess I've got to answer the question, isn't it? What do I hope for in 2024? For me, I 2023 has blown me out of the water a little bit, so I you know, of, of what to expect. So there's a bit of me that in 2024, I, I don't want to look too far ahead and go, right, this is how the, the year is going to map out, et cetera, et cetera. I would just really hope and like to be sat where we are now, this time next year, and it had a full 12 months and have just kept stepping forward. I've got some big challenges coming up, business-wise and rather than get too wrapped up into them of if maybe and but and will this happen or won't that happen? Just focus on one foot in front of the other and just go through the year, one foot in front of the other. If if I had been sat here talking about knowing what was going to happen this year at the start of the year, I could have been sort of gripped by fear or being a bit overwhelmed, but I got through the year just by stepping forward, keep moving, keep moving so what i hope for in this year is that keep moving i just keep moving i keep stepping forward don't look too far forward and just do the next right thing all the time and i guess the other big one for me is just that wealth of health for my family you know i just want my family to be happy and healthy to keep growing to see next year my older kids are going to be going into gcse's which is just a bit mind-blowing and just seeing them all grow and develop as people, I, th- I think that's, of course, a huge hope for me, which I'm sure every, uh, you know, lots and lots of people listening will, will relate to. What is there next year that might just be scaring you a little bit, Fraser? Anything at all? You've uh, just had open-heart surgery. Surely there's not much <laughs> that scares you
1: anymore. There's still a lot that scares me, but it's just more dealing with, dealing with that. Like, like, Literally, like you just said there about the thing that scares me is where I look too far ahead and I try and go, oh my God, if this happened and that happened, then that happened, then this would happen. And it's me catastrophizing in my own head things that probably won't even happen. And going back to previous evidence, things that even if they do happen, it'll probably be fine. And it's, it's no point in me racing around in my own head, trying to solve and control. So I think a, a big thing in 2024 for me is it really is not looking too far ahead, which isn't great for a podcast where you're talking about the year ahead. <laughs> 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 um, but, but no, I, think, I, think, I that. think looking too far into the future is probably the thing that scares me and, and has always scared me. Mm and probably I've been guilty I think throughout through the professional football career as well it's been built into me to look to the future look to the future you know the the game on saturday the end of the season the next club the next move so i've i've almost been like programmed to go right next 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 and there's been like short term bits within that as well but that's when i've always felt a bit panicked or a bit a bit scared is when i do think when I was a player, oh my god! If it gets to the end of the season and this doesn't happen, then I won't get offered a contract, and then I might have to move, and then this and that. And you're just creating this drama in your head. For me, this year it could be I'm going for a divorce. You know, the house being sold in the next whenever. Nelly not being there, and I could I could literally do the exact same thing as I was doing, and think of like the worst case scenarios in each one, and the end of it. Nelly's not going to even like me anymore. <laughs> you know, all these kind of things that your mind can say. Whereas if I just bring it back, I'm like, right, I'm seeing her. I've got it now for the next few days and we're going to do this next week, next month. I don't really know yet, but we'll worry about that then. And it's not not to have goals or things to look forward to or things that you want to do in that time. It's just not being fixated on them or living there because it stops you from living now. Hmm. So I think that for me is the scary part. There's a lot of unknown, but I, I have to also go back to my first answer. A lot that I'm looking forward to this year is the unknown and the same kind of feelings prop up with what excites you can also terrify you a little bit. But that is life. Like if you, you know, life is up and down, up and down like a heartbeat. And the only time it's like flat and perfectly straight is when you're no longer here. And I think that's like a metaphor for life. Like If you're chasing that, I just want it to stay along this, this flat line so it's not up and down all the time that's that isn't what life's offering life's offering the the ups the downs and and we just mm. you know navigate and roll with those but they're often what what scare as well so yeah that's that's my answer for that is there is there anything in particular that you've got in your head
0: no no that you know i could try and make something up but honestly no i think i really want to embrace it relates to that me saying no i really want to embrace failure this sounds really odd in 2024 but just Mm -hmm. I I felt like I have this year but just don't be afraid to make mistakes don't be shamed by mistakes don't be disheartened by mistakes just see failure as being part of that process that I'm getting better at something whatever it might be being a podcaster for argument's sake um doing my rubbish intros at the start of every single one, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that little bit of nerves of, Oh God, I'm going to get it wrong. It's just rather than that, just embrace it and everything that that it's about. Now I'm not scared of anything. And I think that's partly me just wanting to really embrace everything that comes at me, whether it goes well or it doesn't go well. Here's something to blow your mind a little bit. If this time next year we will be on episode. Let me get this right. 68. <laughs> that's pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. 68 hours not. of our absolute nonsense is still <laughs> out there. Huh? Uh, that's mad, yeah. isn't it? There's one thing I, I really... Well, there's lots of things I, I hope that people have got from this podcast and other ones we've done throughout 2023. And I know we only started in September. But I think... Hopefully one of the most powerful things, this is just two guys expressing how we feel about life and different things that are going on. We've never, never tried to portray ourselves as being the oracles and we've got all the answers. But I think just sitting down and expressing how you feel to somebody else in the form of a podcast, in the form of a coffee, in the form of writing something down, I think is only but healthy, particularly mm. for men. And in a you know time where there's definitely feels like a changing, challenging time for where men feel they are in society and and everything that's going on around that, I think just that freedom to express yourself, is, you know, if you just look at our experience of this podcast, I think that's a really, really healthy thing for everybody.
1: Mm. On episode one, I was a married man with my own heart valve, and now. We're in episode 17, <laughs> 17 and that's slightly, slightly different. Are you trying but it's, to place some responsibility on the podcast <laughs> for that? <laughs> I'm saying, with our lives go on a journey alongside yeah. this podcast. And for me, it's it's been a massive help. When I was recovering, this was something every week to go, you know what, this is time that I'm putting aside here that I can get out of the recovery and get out of whatever's going on in the background and, and talk. And, but, but come on here and not just talk about something talk about how i'm feeling at the start of every intro you'd ask how i was feeling how I was getting on and we talk about issues that we want to help other men with but we're men we're helping ourselves here as well like massively and whether it's consciously or not i've taken so many little lessons from yourself and from guests and things that we've talked about and maybe something's popped up on an episode and you go away and you do a bit more thinking on it or look into it a little bit more that's happened for me numerous times and I think a big thing for me going into 2024, we had Simon Cusden on talking about coaching individually. We've had another couple of people that have talked about their work with men and it's it's something that's really gripped me and thought, you know what, this is this is what I want to do. I want to I work with people one-to-one and I want to try and help people that have probably struggled in similar ways that I have, that felt a similar way, that are struggling like a lot of men are struggling. And it's almost taken a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, gone into on this podcast and trying to help people individually with that and that's that's definitely something that i want to do in 2024 nice one fraser well
0: well we'll, i think we'll leave it there look fraser from me to you thank you very much for for everything during this year Uh, as a friend and fellow co-podcaster is that even a phrase i don't know it is now yeah no i appreciate it (laughs) very much as i wrap this up the, the final thing i would like to to say to everybody listening is, you know, in 2024, I'm not trying to preach like some sort of person who thinks they know it all, but but be a doer. Go out there. And if you've got things you want to do this year, go and try them. As wonderful and mad or normal or straightforward as they are, go and do them. Don't talk about it. Go and do it. And don't fear getting it wrong when we're doing that and experiencing that's when we're really living life so make it a year where you just get out there and try things and do things whether they work out or not you're growing and experiencing life and it's all a really really healthy thing so be a doer love that Thank you for listening to the Understanding Men podcast. As ever, you can find us on all major social media platforms, including Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will be promoting every episode via our own personal social media. So please come and find us and talk to us about what you want us to talk about on this podcast in 2024. As ever, we want it to be as interactive as possible. If you've liked what you've heard, then please go ahead and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. And lastly, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review. And of course, a five-star rating would be absolutely wonderful. So wishing you a very healthy and happy 2024. Thank you and goodbye for now.